T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Maybe you're interested, maybe you're not, but, you know, we always hear about Republicans and Democrats, but what about Libertarians? And in Virginia... There's been some interesting news. They've kind of faded off out of the headlines for a little while. And I noticed a story yesterday that brought me up to speed from the Virginia Mercury and Graham Mumaw's reporting on some big changes that are coming. So I reached out to the new chair of the Libertarian Party of Virginia, Jennifer Leatherberry, to come on the show and bring us up to speed on what her party is up to and where things stand, uh, and how they fit into the political scene. So uh, really happy to have her on. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. How are you today? I'm fine, thanks. Uh, you know by occupation, you're you're down in Newport News, it looks like? Um, and, yes. A, ner- well, a nurse? Currently I'm in... Currently, I'm in Fort Myers, Florida. I'm oh. flying back to Virginia today. But <laughs> Well, man, that sounds like a lot better of a spot to be right now. What's, uh, what's your temperature this morning? Um... It's in the 50s here. Oh, okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, so, you know, Jennifer, the the story that I was reading was talking about the uh, your predecessor, who in September said that the Libertarian Party was essentially kind of going away in Virginia, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So, what what happened, and how did how did you get involved? Um, well, I've been involved in the party for about 10 years, um, but basically what happened on September 11th is our previous board attempted to dissolve the organization. Um, we met with, with lawyers and um, parliamentarians, and everyone came to the conclusion that they did not have the power to do that. Um, so we never actually dissolved as a party. Um, it just took us a while to reorganize because we were unable to call meetings without a chair of the party. So, so we had to call a convention of the membership to elect new officers to actually function as a party. Now, I know you don't speak for that part of the party who is trying to dissolve, but can you let us uh, give us a sense of why they were ready to close up shop? Um, I can't speak to them because... This was not anything that was discussed with the membership. This was done by a number of people who hadn't even been involved in the party for that long. Um, Many of them only started to become involved around 2019 or 2020. So basically what they said was they didn't like the direction of the National Party, so they just wanted to get rid of Virginia's party, which is almost 50 years old at this point. Wow. Okay, so... 
Uh, you and some other folks stepped in, and you decided that you would get everybody together December 3rd at a convention. Is that correct? Yes. So tell me correct. a little bit about that. What was that like, and how were you able to rally everyone? Well, we had an online petition that went out to all the membership. Um, that was the only way we could actually have a convention was to have all the membership sign a petition to have it. Um, and a couple of our members planned a very nice convention at Mattaponi Springs. There were about 55 people there in attendance, um, including a couple of uh, national officers. And I mean, we had very civil discussions. We um, made some amendments to our constitution so that nothing like this can ever happen again. Hmm. And we elected new officers and we actually finished a couple hours early which is very unusual for a Libertarian Party convention. <laughs> you tend to uh, take take your time, huh? Maybe get into some debates. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes we get into some unnecessary debates. Right, right. Well, you know, listen, that's politics, right? Yeah. Let's step back for a minute and talk about Libertarians as a whole. And, you know, this is a party that is misunderstood, I think, a lot of a lot of people are focused on the big headlines, the two party system, and help me understand who's who. What type of person is drawn to the Libertarian Party? We get people drawn to the Libertarian Party from all sides of the spectrum. Um, a lot of people consider us just, you know, conservative light, um, which is really not the case. Um, we appeal to people on the left side of the spectrum as well. It's really just about, you know, less government involvement in your lives, um, holding people accountable for their own actions. But really, we're not like the Republicans where we just want restrictions on social issues and, you know, Democrats who just want more government involvement in every aspect of our lives. Um, so I, I actually come from... Um, a Democratic household. I was involved with the Democratic Party in Pennsylvania for a while um, and found the Libertarians in 2012 and never turned back. Yeah, so you you were, um, I think the story went into some of that as well, that you were uh, drawn to some more accepting social stance issues um, with the Democrats, but you also thought that they were a little bit too much about big government financial policies. Yep. So and it, it really was the um, Affordable Care Act. You know, as a healthcare professional, I looked at that bill and I said that that's going to be the worst thing to happen to the healthcare system. And I was right. And you're you're a physician's um, that, assistant, we should say. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that pretty much drove me away from the Democrats at that point. What you know? Uh, I guess the. Um, we really haven't seen a major third party candidate emerge on the national level when we're talking about the uh, president uh, presidential level but in virginia we have seen libertarian candidates do fairly well and the the article points out the a lot of people remember the the race for governor in 2013 here in virginia and robert sarvis uh, won more than 6.5% of the vote in that election, which was a big deal at the time. I remember I remember interviewing the candidates back then with Style Weekly, and um, a lot of people were worried that 
Robert Sarvis would take votes away from their candidate and cause their candidate <laughs> to lose. So that I mean that that's a significant number. That is that was a great campaign. Why do you think we haven't progressed since then? I mean, there there really hasn't been a libertarian gubernatorial candidate that's that's done better than that in a while. Well, I think the other parties have done a good job of marketing us as spoilers and not as actual candidates who would do a good job in whatever office we're running in. Um, and it's hard to break through that. Yeah, especially when so much money is involved, I would imagine. Yeah, so that doesn't help things. Yeah, so let's talk about your goals. Uh, you got together in December. We have a general assembly session coming up, and some elections are coming up. What What is it that, as the new chairman of the Libertarian Party of Virginia, something you want to see happen? What are you What are you fighting for in this coming year? Well, I would like to see. Um, People run for the General Assembly all across the state um, or any local elections, um, school board, city council. Uh, So really just focusing on finding candidates to run for more local races this year and to get a a network in place um, to help support candidates and to help with um, our petition drive that we'll have to have come 2024 for national candidates. And you're, uh, are you doing anything to find those people, to cultivate them as libertarians? Uh, have you, are, do, you, do you go about um, maybe picking people off of, <laughs> of uh, other parties who might be leaning libertarian? How do you do that? Well, right now, what we're getting in place is a committee to actually help support anyone who wants to run for office um, so that when I do find someone who's willing, I can say, okay, talk to these people. They can help you get your campaign started, tell you what paperwork needs to fill, be filled out so they can kind of hit the ground running without having to flounder and figure things out on their own. So once that's in place, I feel like I'll have a lot, a lot easier time finding people to run. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that people didn't know where the, what the party was up to recently. I mean, this would be a big step right now that you've re you know, trying to reorganize and get things back up and running. That should be part of the message too. Definitely. Oh, how about yourself? Or do you have plans to run for office or be involved or you, do you see yourself more as someone who's there to support the party apparatus? Well, for this coming um, election, one of the other party members, um, also lives in my delegate district, and he has already decided to run. Um, so I'm off the hook there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and Newport News had their municipal elections last year. So um, General Assembly is pretty much the only election going on in my district this year. Uh, since we're here, uh, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. So we'll, we'll see next year. I know that um, I told Mr. Mumaw that, Come 2025, if there's no other statewide candidate for governor, I guess I'm on the hook for that as chair. But They'll have to call you up, yeah. Well, you know, we're here in, in the Richmond region, and I wonder what the what is your presence like? What is the Libertarian Party's presence like in our area? Um, that is something that we are still working on. There were a lot of people in Richmond that decided to leave the party. 
So that is an area that we are working on reorganizing. Okay. Would you say Richmond is, uh, when you look statewide, are there, do there tend to be a lot of libertarians in the Richmond area versus other places? Is this a stronghold? Um, I think it's pretty equal statewide. Okay. So if people we have, a fair, we have a fairly large party in Northern Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it'll be interesting to see where you all take things and how much traction you get. Uh, I know that uh, there's some, there are some challenges ahead, but it's, it's always good to have more ideas and more people debating policy and talking about, you know, where we should be going as a state. So uh, best wishes to you. Uh, is there any way, if somebody wanted to get involved uh, with the Libertarian Party of Virginia, what should they do? Um, well, if they're on Facebook, we have a Facebook page. Um, if they want to go to our website, it's lpofva.com. And they can reach out through um, the website as well. Okay. And uh and anything I haven't mentioned that you might want to add about libertarians? Um, I think that's it for now. <laughs> um, but I I appreciate you having me on the show. It's always difficult for us to get uh, media attention. So I will do as much as I can to get on the radio, get articles out there. We just need to know, need people to know that we're still here. We never left. Um, and tend to have a strong presence in the elections next year. Fantastic. Thanks so much for coming on during a, a holiday week. We appreciate it, especially while you're down there in Florida. I hope you enjoy your, your uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, thank you. You too. Happy New Year. That's uh, Jennifer Leatherberry, the new chairman of the Libertarian Party of Virginia on News Radio WRVA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.